Hello, happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Inspired Ideas. I'm your host, Carla, and I'm here with an entire episode all about selling, which is that one icky thing that sometimes we really just don't like to do. But we are in business, therefore we sell. So let's talk about how we can make it just a little bit less terrible. And I know in my own personal experience, like it's just, it's, oh God, I, I've had a hard time with, with sales, to be perfectly honest. Like I don't want to ask people for their money or like be a burden, but the truth that I've discovered over time is that in order to make money doing what we love, we do have to treat it like a business, right? So that means making the ask. It means telling people about what you do, how you can work together or help them with a particular problem. And it especially means not giving up even when we so badly want to go hide in a hole. <laughs> Sales really is just, it's like a whole thing. It's, there's mindset stuff involved, there's self-worth issues, and there, it's also a skill that we can practice. It's basically just a very necessary part of running a business. And there are so many ways to approach it and tackle it. So we're going to take it from a branding perspective today. Um, we're going to get really practical about specific things that you can do or start to think about in order to make selling feel just a little bit better. So let's dive in. Welcome to Inspired Ideas, a podcast about branding for creative entrepreneurs. I'm Carla Colahan, the creative director and brand designer dedicated to sharing strategic brand advice that helps you grow as a person alongside your business. Part brand coaching, part brand strategy, and part dreamy brainstorming. This podcast is all about giving you the inspiration to run your business in a way that feels as good as it looks. So join me for solo deep dives and collaborative conversations that will give you energy and excitement to tackle your own inspired ideas. Thanks for being here. I've got four ideas here that sort of help us reframe maybe how we're thinking about sales or diving into um, very specifics around how we're selling and what we're selling specifically. Um, so let's talk through these four things. First one here is make sure that you like what you're selling. This is advice that was given to me by um, my business coach, no, business mentor and uh, mindset coach, Caitlin Kessler, um, as well as a couple other like teachers that I have uh, spent time learning from. Make sure you like what you're selling, right? So offers that don't feel great to you probably also won't feel great to the buyer. And there could be a lot of things about an offer that don't feel great. Like maybe it's too clunky or your backend systems aren't working or you've stuffed too much into it and people have no idea what they're buying, right? Um, so within this, think about a streamlined process, right? Processes and systems are great ways to make sure that your offer actually feels good. Um, thinking about every detail uh, about how someone will purchase from you, from your visual branding, to making sure buttons and links work, to picking your shopping cart, to order confirmation emails, and everything in between. Um, having a streamlined process for getting from discovery to sale is going to make you feel a lot better about your offer in the first place. Um, I also think you want to make sure you're testing your offer. So get some guinea pigs on board to test stuff out um, from the actual purchase process to the experience inside the offer. 
And I know this sounds a lot like I'm talking to service-based providers, which I am, but I'm also talking to product-based businesses. So thinking about um, how someone discovers your product to what the online experience is like shopping for it to what happens after they purchase. There's also the old adage, is it old? I don't know, of undersell, over-deliver. And this doesn't mean pricing things low and like doing more than, you know, what, what the actual thing is worth. It just means being honest with yourself about what you can provide to a buyer within your service or product and then sell slightly less of that and deliver just a little bit more of it. So whether that's a faster turnaround or like adding in stickers or whatever it might be, in my experience, it's really easy to stuff an offer full of what we think people will want just because we can. And then when it comes to delivering on that offer, it feels like not super great. So um, simplify where you can so you can sprinkle in some extra magic in at the end to surprise and delight. One of our favorite things to do here at the Inspired Foundry. Also, I don't know if you can hear, but my dogs are just like causing a ruckus and it's extremely frustrating. Okay, number two, the second thing we can think about when it comes to selling in a way that feels a little bit better is selling in a way that works for you. So there are a thousand ways to sell something. Um, I won't even start to list them all here, but the mode only matters in so far as A, you actually use it and B, can make it work for your offer, right? So um, it's kind of like you might not want to sell a service on a site like Etsy, right? You want to think about how people are going to purchase and make sure that like purchasing something not only feels good to the buyer, but will actually work for you. So like don't sell through social media if you don't want to do that. Don't show up to live conferences if that's not your jam, right? Sell in a way that works for you. Um, Another way to think about this is like if you haven't sold before, if you're used to just creating content and not asking for the sale, then it's going to feel not great. So like try asking for something smaller, like a share or a like or a comment, right? Um, The more you can ask for the simple things like save this post or share this with someone who needs to hear it or forward this email or whatever, the more you get used to providing that call to action, eventually selling will feel so much easier because you're not afraid to ask. So this goes back to the idea that sales is a skill that we can practice, right? Um, By no means am I perfect at this, but um, I have gotten better. And this is one thing. It's like practicing selling. Um, the last thing in this this number two item is like use language that feels better. So my personal favorite, you've heard me say it before, is I invite you to, right? The opposite of this is like language denoting time, like buy this right now or get it today or this week only. While effective can also feel pushy. If that's not your vibe or there's no urgency around your offer, just don't say that. Like just because other people sell that way doesn't mean you have to. So explore how you can create hype around your offer without being overly manipulative in the process. And I think it'll feel a little bit better. Um, We're always worried we're more being manipulative. And in some ways sales, you know, you're getting, you're tricking people, not even tricking. I don't know. There's psychology (laughs) when you're making a sale, right? Um, Things that you can do in order to tempt the buyer to be more interested. But because you are a creative entrepreneur, you are already offering something that the world needs. So you don't have to feel any kind of way about it, except that you're so excited to share it with people, right? Finding language around that might feel a little bit better. 
Number three is focus on the experience you're providing. So this kind of reminds me of point number one, which is make sure you like what you're selling. But if you're not like creating a cool experience, even at a small scale, it won't be enjoyable on either end. So whether that's like the onboarding process or your packaging or um, calling people out on social media when they join your course, you know, thinking about taking your person on a journey from discovering you to after they've purchased, they're much more likely to do the hard sales work for you through referrals because you did such a great job on the experience that they want to tell everybody about it. That's huge, right? Um, and then the last thing that I think about is confidence. So once upon a time in my own life, I made so much shit that didn't sell because I didn't ask people to buy it. I was like, hey, here's this cool thing that I made. Cue the crickets. You know, like I never followed up with like, here's where you can buy it or here's how long it's available for or like, here's why you want it. You know, I just kind of assumed that people would want it because it looked cool. It turns out people actually need you to tell them what you want them to do and like where to go to find it. If confidence still feels elusive when it comes to selling, there may be some deeper things at play that I am not qualified to get into. Things like your mindset or your um, how you might feel about what you're selling, whether you deserve to sell, those kinds of things. For that, I recommend my mindset coach and business mentor, Caitlin Kessler. But it also could be a branding problem, as in you're not entirely sure what to say or how to say it, or you're afraid you'll come across as salesy. So one step you can take in the direction towards confidence with your selling skills is to get crystal clear on your brand personality. And in the branding world, we call this archetyping or giving your brand a distinct personality based on psychiatrist Carl Jung's archetypal personalities. And this type of mapping kind of gives your brand a framework to operate within. So think do's and don'ts for your voice. You know, we talked about choosing language that feels a little bit better. A brand archetype can help you decide what that language might be. Uh, A brand archetype will also give you hints as to what your visuals should look like in order to attract your person. And it can also help you discern the type of problems you're especially good at solving. So knowing all of these things really is what leads to more confidence when it comes to making sales, when it comes to showing up well in your business, showing up well for your brand. So watch me make the ask here. In order to start building more confidence with your brand, I invite you to take my brand new tiny brand personality quiz. It's a super fun 10 question quiz that will give you a tiny personality type, my take on the Jungian archetypes, with just a little bit more context into how you can apply the personality traits into your brand visuals and voice and imagery. You can grab the link to the quiz in the show notes or head directly to theinspiredfoundry.com slash tiny quiz to be on your way towards more confidence with selling. That's what we want, right? But I hope that today's episode gave you just a few more ideas for how you can think about selling in a fresh way uh, to build more confidence and to step out into the world, whether that's in real life or on the internet to, you know, share more of your good work because it's good and you deserve to be paid well for it. Amen. Okay. Okay. 
you guys have a fantastic week and I'll catch you next time here on Inspired Ideas. Cheers to you. See you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. Inspired Ideas is brought to you by my creative studio, The Inspired Foundry, the place to brainstorm, build, and brand your inspired ideas. Find out more about how we can collaborate at theinspiredfoundry.com.